welcome back to the English Majors One Analysis. Today, as promised, we are going to be covering Fifty Shades Darker. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell by Alexis' enthusiasm how much we enjoy reading Fifty Shades Darker slash watching the movie. Yep. <laughs> um. So, as always, I'm going to ask Alyssa to go ahead and read the synopsis on the back of the book for Fifty Shades Darker by E.L. James. Daunted by the singular taste and dark secrets of the beautiful, tormented young entrepreneur Christian Grey, Anastasia Steele has broken off their relationship to start a new career with a Seattle publishing house. But desire for Christian will dominate, still dominates her every waking thought. And when he proposes a new arrangement, Anna cannot resist. They rekindle their searing sensual affair. Anna learns more about the harrowing past of her damage-driven and demanding Fifty Shades. While Christian wrestles with his inner demons, Anna must confront the anger and envy of the woman who came before her and make the most important decision of her life. All right, IMDB says, while Christian wrestles with his inner demons, Anastasia must confront the anger and envy of a woman who came before her. Which, that's the exact same. It's shorter, but that's yeah, that little bit right there. At the end. At the very end. Same, same thing. Well, and while... That's true. There's a lot more into it. Um, I didn't tell you this before, Alyssa, but part of, I I was struggling reading it because I tried it on audiobook. It was so much worse on audiobook. Let me oh, tell you. I bet they had the whole like what I try to moth do is the whole sensual little little bits to it, or do they act it out like? No, no, no. It was just a woman reading it, but she would do a man's voice for Christian. So it'd be like a woman impersonating a man's voice. So it'd be like, oh, baby. And like, I, I, the amount that he says baby in the book, he, I don't think he, I don't remember him saying it in the movie, but like in the book, it's like, he's like, oh, baby. Oh, Anastasia, Miss Steele. And I was like, yank, yank, yank. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. It was the literal worst. I'm not even lying to you. Jesus Christ, I, I don't know. Like I understand why it got so popular, but at the same time, I do not get. I don't understand why it got popular because, and maybe it's just because I'm reading the Akinsar series right now, and the sex scenes in that are very good and they're very detailed and drawn out and they make sense. But I think one of the things that I'm really struggling with is that like this book was written with a female audience in mind. Yeah. But the verbiage matches a male audience. And it's a woman who wrote the book. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like granted, I'm a person who personally likes dark romance, but even then, I there's a lot of just stuff that he says. Even I talked about it within the first book. It's always implying something. It's like nobody talks like that. Yeah. And I will say one thing I actually did notice between the book and movie, and this is probably the only book I can say this for, I preferred the movie over the book. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Because in the movie, they do give Anna more of a personality, and she has more of a backbone in the movie than in the book. Yeah. Which, it's a little backbone. Yeah, I think I noticed that even within the first book, where she's like a, I don't know, they describe her to almost be like a mouse, like, little dainty, quiet, like, English major. Yeah. And it's, who goes wild with all this other stuff, but... I think one of the things that bugs me the most is that she literally talks in the movie. She talks about how, as an English major, she because he asked like why she waited for sex because she's a virgin in the first mm-hmm. book until they have sex, and she's like, I just read about like Darcy and all these like big grand romances, and I wanted that, and I was like, but he's not giving you that. Like he is not. No, he's not. He's a he's a dickhead. He's he gaslights her pretty much the entire book. He's a He's a dickhead. Like, but, like, one scene in particular where I did see that they gave Anna more of a backbone, mm-hmm. it's kind of towards the beginning chapters. It's when they go out to dinner because she hasn't eaten and she looks so skinny. But here's the thing. She looks so skinny, but she it's only been, like, five days since they broke up. Or six days. It hasn't even been a full week since they broke up. And he's like, you've lost so much weight since we broke up. You're, you're like, withering away without eating. It's like... It's been a week. I'm going to tell you right now, if I went a week without eating, besides my mood being cranky, you would not be able to tell physically at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, you would not be able to physically oh. tell I did not eat for a week, except for my mood would just be wow. absolutely, like, horrific. Even then, any guy that would have been like, you just broke up with, you know, you haven't eaten anything. Come on, we need I'd have been like, no, 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 no. Space. Get away from me. Well, like, why? <sighs> but so what? So one of the things that I noticed though is that like he takes her out to dinner and it's because you know she hasn't eaten and stuff. Yeah. But... And he orders her a steak. And in the book, she's like, "What if I didn't want that?" And he's like, "You're being a child." Like gaslight. But in the movie, she actually says no to the waiter before the waiter leaves. I'll have a quinoa salad. And he like lets her do that. And I I feel like that's one of the like directors making them giving her more of a backbone because in the book she just ends up eating the steak and the way she described the steak I made fun of at work all week with my coworker <laughs> because she's like oh the steak got here and it smells mouth-wateringly good mouth-wateringly <laughs> good I was like hung up on it for some I was like it's mouth-wateringly good I was like, he's mouth-wateringly. <laughs> like, I know mouth-watering is, like, a word. Yeah. Lee. Mouth-wateringly good. You could, it just looked mouth-watering. Bam. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Freaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, and, like, um, one of the things, which, like, obviously, it's, like, supposed to be, like, you know, BDSM stuff, so it's sex as well. But, like, the words that the author uses to describe sex don't sound pleasant like it's all of the words are harsh yeah well even with her being a virgin i cannot imagine that being pleasant experience i said this i i told my girlfriend that the most unrealistic thing is that her first time is like this crazy like and my coworker actually ended up saying she was like well you know some people like i know people that have been virgin all the time they'll just have sex with someone just to get it over with i'm like mm-hmm. that's different that's just like, hey, I'm gonna do it to get it over. She 
signs a contract to be a submissive for someone for her first time. And I don't see that as like a realistic. I mean, it could have been scenario. done. Yeah, like it could have been done, but that like for the first time, if that could not have been pleasant. I mean, it been done and gone. I remember yeah. in the first book, they do just have like regular sex the first time. Yeah. Because he wants to like kill her. I think that we like talked about it last year when we did the first book, but it really seems like a book that was written by a teenager who thinks that that's how adults want to talk about sex, even though it's a woman who I don't know exactly how old she was, but she was. I think she was just graduating college, if I remember correctly. Like she was doing finals. It wasn't that in the first book? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Anna. I'm talking about the author. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. The oh, author. I thought you were talking about Anna for a second. Sorry. No, no, no. My I, mind is blank there. So sorry. Like, the author was older mm-hmm. when she wrote it. Not old. Just, yeah. yeah. Like, she was out of college for a few years. I think I was like, the author looks a little older than a few years out of college. <laughs> like, that, that's what you mean. Oh I'm not, gosh. like, because she's a very pretty girl, but, or woman, but, like, the language that's used is like how I would imagine. A teenager talks about sex because I feel like that's how I talk about sex. Like, yeah, like you know, like she literally like describes. She's like he goes harder and faster, and I'm like that's literally like something teenagers say is like harder, faster. Like no, yeah, like I I it's a rhythm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a rhythm. It's a rhythm. It's emotion. It's like it's so much more than just like harder, faster. And like he at one point. Like, one of the ways she words it is she's like, his teeth tug on my nipple. And I was like, that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. Like, tug is not a great word for that. No. I feel like that's not great. I don't want hugging. I want more <laughs> gentleness in it. I'm not saying, like, to be yeah. gentle. With, like, I well, just, well, and again, it's for BDSM, which is harder. But, yeah. like, the granted, I will say, for men... I guess it depends on the girl, but I feel like gentleness can go a long way. I feel like men just start going in rough and it's like, gentle, gentle. Yeah. Gentle's good. Gentle's great. So, oh, one of these, like, however, this is like the most realistic thing to me in the book, is the fact that after they have sex, she's like a horn dog. Like, she just wants sex all the time. And I feel like that's, like, a realistic thing. Yeah, the other realistic thing, I think, is, like, almost Christian's obsession with her being a virgin at first. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I first, I'm not going to lie, I didn't lose my virginity until after coming into college. Yeah. And so, but I remember guys, like, were so freaking interested in me after, like, oh, well, you're a virgin. And they just became obsessed with being, like, the one to be the first. The one like, to pop the chairs. Yes. And oh, shit yeah, like that. Guys get so hung up on that. Like, oh, I think it's so it's weird. weird. It's weird. <laughs> like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah, it's like, I'm good, but awesome. But yeah, like, I thought that was kind of, like, very realistic, though, when he was... Yeah. That, like, yeah, because that is very... Well, especially since he likes to be the dominant and mm-hmm. he likes a submissive, having someone who's never had that kind of relationship gives complete dominance. I yes, would say, in its own sense. Yeah, I don't. I think it's almost like within that, especially that, just added to the fetish, one hundred percent. That she was oh. this little innocent thing, and and I think that one of the reasons he does end up starting to fall for her is because even though she is kind of submissive, she will stand up for herself mm-hmm. occasionally, 
in the book and in the movie, she will stand up for herself. Yeah. Well, I think it's also within the second, she broke up with him. Yeah. So she's not in it for his money. So she has the power. Yeah. And that's another thing is that, like, in the book and the movie, which it doesn't actually show this in the movie, it it shows it, but not in full context. He buys her an Audi in the first book. And in the second book, he gives her a check for $24,000. And she tries to give it back to him as a way of her paying for the car. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. But in the movie, she's just like, why'd you give me $24,000? Like, she's like, I don't want it. And that's a, in the movie, she just rips up the check and goes on. But in the book, she tries to give it back to him. And after he won't accept it as payment for the car, she rips it up. And then he transfers the money directly to her bank. And she's like, how do you have my bank info? It's like because he's a stalker. Because he's weird. Oh, I don't know. He literally buys the place she works at in this book. He buys the company so that he can be her boss's boss's boss. I hate that. I hate that so much. It's this this is a whole other thing. Like I understood, like I feel like there was a craze for liking your bosses or something like that before this, but I think this is what really after this book came out, I remember there's like a ton of different like well, stuff. Well, there about. is a creepy boss in this. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines from this movie though is like, because he offers her, that's how he gets her back, is he offers her a vanilla relationship. He says, All I want is you, I'll put all the BDSM stuff behind me. And then you are grocery shopping. And this part, this line isn't in the book, but it's kind of like implied in the book. Mm-hmm. But when they're grocery shopping, she tosses him a bit in Jerry's vanilla in the movie and goes, it's your favorite, it's your new favorite flavor. And it's vanilla because he says he'll be a vanilla for <laughs> I thought that was so fun. I like that edition of the movie. I thought it was hilarious. That is awesome. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no. But um <laughs> one thing that is definitely very different from the book and movie is the other woman that's mentioned in the synopsis and ID. Yes. So, in the movie, they say that the woman went crazy after seeing Anna and him together because her husband died in a car crash. Yeah. But in the book, that's not true. Her husband is still alive. She leaves her husband for another guy, and that guy dies in a car crash in the book. Well, I could understand and, that that's a little complicated for a movie almost. I could see that. Yeah, I, and I could see that. But, like, yeah, cause, but in the movie or in the book, Christian is in contact with her husband and he's trying to get her help, psychiatric mm-hmm. help. But also in the movie, one thing that I kind of wish they actually would have put in the movie that was in the book is like, because you see her outside of Anne's work. Yeah. That's true to the story. You know, you see when she thrashes Anna's car. That's true to the book. But there's a part after the book where Anna is sleeping in Christian's bed. And she wakes up and she's half awake and she thinks she sees a woman. And she just assumes it's just her sleeping. And she goes and finds Christian. And then she comes uh, back down and the balcony doors open. Because the woman had broken into the house and hid on the balcony to, like, watch Anna. And that part is not in the movie, but I think that that makes this, because the next time you see the woman in the movie after she thrashes the car is when she's holding Anna gunpoint. But there's like different steps in the book before she gets to that point. Yeah, it's, it makes the stalker thing a little more. That is terrifying. Yeah, 
Well, then that's when Christian freaks out and is like, she was in the house, she was watching Anna, like. Yeah, I think I just, well, that just terrifies me for, I have this, like, weird fear. I don't, I think it came from a dream I once had, but, like, at night, when you, even if you have all, like, the lights on in your house, to see, like, a figure or face, like, peeking in through the window, that would absolutely cause me to lose my shit if I saw that. So that's why that was, like. Yeah, that'd be a whole note for me. I, I like that part of the book. My favorite yeah. parts of the book are actually not the spicy parts at all because the spicy parts are not very well written. Sadly, it's like a good 80% of the book. Or, yeah. Or the spicy parts. I, they're having sex all the time, which, like, I get is part of the draw of the book. But, like, the plot is pretty weak. I'm gonna say, I've read, I've read other, like, uh, what I'd call, I'd call it, like, a dark romance smut book, and it's not. Doesn't have to be harsh words because it's BDSM. Well, you it can use nice words. Every other chapter. Listen, I will admit, there's this one book. I freaking what is it called? My Barbarian Iceman or something like that. Obviously, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously about sex. Like, there's barely, barely any plot. But even then, <laughs> I still feel like the plot <laughs> is better, and it's. I feel like there's too many subplots. Like, she just was running out of ideas because not only is Anna stalked by Christian's ex-sub, she's also stalked by her boss after he tries to sexually assault her. He tries to sexually assault her. She runs out. Christian's like, I'm going to kill him. And she's like, no, stay with me. And because Christian bought the company, he, like, gets him fired, and which makes Anna the new boss, which I think is the weirdest thing because she was just an assistant and there was other people that were there on her. And Loki, yeah. I'd be pissed if I were somewhere. Dude, I'd be And this girl started, and then her boyfriend bought the company, and then all of a sudden she was everyone's boss. I'd be furious. Oh, I'd be, no, <laughs> I'd be pissed, like, because obviously she's sleeping with, no, she legit, she's sleeping with the boss. Like, what the boss is boss's boss. Yeah, like, what do you... Only reason she got the position, sorry, but not sorry. Let's let's be honest here. But she like has she's good at brain it. that she like she earned it. She's like, oh my god, I earned. It's like a um, girl. Girl was like, I saw at least five other people in my office. So it's like, no, you slept with your boss's 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 boss. Also, so. what college graduate is getting a job at the level where she's like the assistant editor right after college? That is that is a plot hole. Because you start off at the bottom. Start off at the male freaking system, whatever. Yeah, like, like, like you start off hanging out male or something. You have to earn your way up. Like it's, but like if you want to be like a big freaking editor like that, I think one of our professors start lower. One of our professors was talking about how a girl got an internship over at like Penguin Publishers. The issue was is an unpaid internship there so the only people who can really get it are people who are already affluent or live in new york so i will say i think unpaid internships are robbery or theft they are yeah so i mean that's that's just what i heard from that instance, they are but it's inhumane yeah so it's it's not to kill some people's dreams but like experience, I you mean we go to four years of college for experience. That's my experience. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I have a I have a coworker. He's suffering with that. He's like, I put it on my resume once experience, but they don't hire him because he doesn't have any. It's like, how do you start out on a job if you don't okay, whatever. Whatever. Different tangent, different time. <sighs> but 
But yes, she like gets a job where she's pretty much second in command right after graduating college. Um, excuse me, I know Miss Anna was not that qualified. She asked Christian if he was gay during their interview in a panic. Yeah. I, yeah. I know she does an interview well. I've seen her try to do interview someone. <laughs> yep, nope, she doesn't do well. Granted, uh, Mr. Gray doesn't know how to talk either, so. One of the things that Alyssa and I discussed before starting recording is about how the a lot of the dialogue in the book is like completely taken out. Like they just were like, nope, scratch that. Absolutely not. Yeah, they took it out of the movie because I mean I don't blame them. The amount that I've already said it, but the amount of times he says baby, I'm like, call her something else. Call I'm not gonna lie, I'm not that's like my least favorite pet name because of how much it's used. If Noah calls me baby after reading this book, it's smack. I'm just like, her John, no. Do not call me baby. <laughs> God, no. I feel like even then, it's such a weird pet name. If you theoretically, okay, think about it like this. So, not saying anything against it, but daddy is taken as weird, but baby, baby is fine. There is a theory about that because, like, mommy and daddy are being as like names right now like sexually and people said it's because like why are millennials making daddy and mommy a thing and they said because boomers made baby a thing <laughs> i mean i'm just saying like mommy and daddy are not okay but baby make it make sense make it make sense so yeah people are talking about like how boomers sexualize the word baby so now like millennials and gypsy are sexualizing like daddy and mommy and um, you know what? If this book would have came out later, I guarantee Christian would have wanted to be called Daddy. It would have been Daddy. Absolutely. Oh my god, it would have been Absolutely. Daddy. Absolutely. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention it before, but about the six-day thing. Yes. When she had names for six days. I think that because this is a Twilight fanfiction, and if you didn't know, she has raised a Twilight fanfiction. That's how it started. Um, I think it's a tribute to New Moon, the second Twilight book, mm. when... Bella goes like six months of being depressed after Edward leaves. Probably. Yeah. That was honestly, I haven't read those books, but the movie, that second movie was like the one I got obsessed over and then none of the others. And everybody's like, why are you so obsessed with one? That's the one that Edward's not even in. And I'm like, you're like, I mean, it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I've never uh, read them, but it, yeah, that's something I would like to read eventually. But yeah, no, it's like, I think that that's like a nod to because it is a Twilight fan fiction, like yeah. where Bella's depressed oh, from that. haven't eaten in six days. Let me go get you like a human, little, little human blood sucker, ma'am. <laughs> little human to devour. Well, in Twilight, it's like months, months. Yeah. That she's depressed and like shows in the movie all the different seasons. Circling. I was just thinking if Christian and Anna were vampires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets her steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she in the movie subs it up to Sally. Also, one thing that's like crazy to me is that the book is actually like pretty detailed in certain scenes that they were just like, nah. Like there's a scene in the book at the charity auction that they go to in the movie where she actually gets auctioned off to dance with someone else. And Christian has someone else 
auction for her so that she's the most expensive one that got auctioned off because he ends up it's like auctioning for her to have a first dance with someone and that's not in the movie at all but i actually thought that that was kind of nice i thought that it showed a more like personal side of christian because he like has like one of his friends like start bidding against anna so that she's the one that's like Mm -hmm. you know gets the most money raised for that first dance yeah but still it's weird that they were auctioning off that's normal. That's like happens. <laughs> like that's it's not it, you know people auction off dates and stuff like at those kinds of charity events. That's true. And it wasn't just her being auctioned off for her first dance. It was yeah. like a line of girls. But like he makes sure that you know she's the one that raises the most money. Yeah. Still weird. Still weird. It is weird. It's weird. We're just not of that class. Rich rich people are weird. We're not of that class. No. I don't think I want. To. No, <laughs> but um, I I liked that 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 side of Christian was shown in the book just because I'm like, you know, it showed that he was a little more playful, like, and that he yeah, was, like he's not like he wasn't meant to be a terrible person. He's just written horribly, horribly. And this is the book where you get a lot of like backstory about Christian. Yeah. And it's, like, all about, like, how his, like, like, it, even in the book, it starts off with that chapter about him hiding out of his vehicle from mm-hmm. his abusive dad. Yeah. But, like, you find out that Christian specifically likes to punish women and be dominant over women that look like his birth mother. Because he's adopted. That look like his birth mother. That Mommy. is his, like, fantasy. And he even says, I think in the movie, he says, I'm not a dominant. I'm a sadist. I like hurting women that looks like my mom. And the fact is, at the end of this fucking movie, he proposes. That's the big question the synopsis is talking about, is the big question that he proposes. Also, another subplot, so there's like the (laughs) ex-sub subplot. Yeah. There's the the rapist boss subplot. And then there's a helicopter crash, because why not toss it in? Because... If you didn't know, Christian Grey has this helicopter pilot license. <laughs> and it's just like, I forgot how much stuff is in the movie, like in such a short yeah. time. I was like, oh my gosh. I think I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> I watched Freed. I watched That's the Freed. last one. Yeah. No. Okay. Which, okay. So the <laughs> rapey boss, it starts in this movie, but it bleeds over into Freed. Does it? Okay. Yes. I just yes, it starts off. Because the end of the second movie is the creepy boss standing on a cliff overlooking the party where Christian and Anna are. Wasn't it also the creepy boss that caused the thing to go down? The, um, I think he sabotaged it. The helicopter? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read the last one, so I have no idea. Pretty sure that's what happened. I could be wrong, though. That's so weird. Like, I, and the thing about one, I think the actress is gorgeous. Yes. But Anna is not special in the books at all. She, I hate to say, she's very plain. She's very dull. Like, she's like Bella. She's just plain, you know, she's got like a, she's very soft. She's like a doe. Like a, like a little Bambi. Yeah. A little Bambi. And I don't know if that's why you guys are like all like her. Because I know that some guys 
or that kind of like softness in a woman? I wouldn't call it that. I call it main character syndrome. She has her protagonist it's only powers. Because it's <laughs> and it's the protagonist powers, I'm telling you. That's <laughs> like because if she was a side character, nobody would go after her. No. Also, I don't I think it's interesting because like all in the book, she refers to him as fifty shades. Why? Does it ever explain why? Because he says he's fifty shades of fucked up. She's like, my 50 shades. Oh my god. And it's like the 50 shades of gray is like all the ties he has from the first one. Mm-mm. You made a nickname after that bullshit? <laughs> 50 shades of fucked up? Yeah, well, I'm 50 shades of pink and purple. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't call me 50 shades. <laughs> Me automatically changing my name, or your name in my phone. God. Fifty Shades of Pink and Purple. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, I, I, I'd see that. I'd be like, Ashley, I'm going to slap you. Yeah. <laughs> my Fifty Shades co-host. Oh, God. <laughs> you, know, you know somebody's going to look at that and just instantly be like, like, are you, are you having an affair? And you're going to you be like, oh. and you're going to be like, no, my co-host just really hates this nickname because it's because it's dumb. But fucking yeah, dumb. no, she calls him. She's like always in the middle. She's like my fifty shades, my fifty shades, and it's like, why would you say that? <laughs> so why? Like that's like the whole baby thing. It's not a cute nickname. I feel like. Which would you prefer, fifty shades or baby? Well, she because was one, it's like it's like one makes me want to drink bleach. <laughs> the other makes me like never want to ever hear again. I'm, theoretically, both want to make me like impaired in some way. So I don't. If I had to choose one, it'd be baby because Fifty Shades is just way too dumb. Way too dumb. <laughs> I can handle a baby here and there. If you ever call me Fifty Shades, I think I just end the relationship right there and then. I can't. You're like, absolutely not. Here's <laughs> my, here's a list of pet names that I accept. Here's ones that I don't accept. Top of the list, Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades, never. <laughs> For this one, ever. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was just, I could. It's so hard to get into this book. I don't even think my heart was fully in it at all. The movie was so much better than the book, and I think it's just because I don't have to hear them talk as much <laughs> in the movie as they talk. It's really cool. It's like, at least in the movie, you can do other stuff while watching the movie. You don't have to fully focus on the movie. You could be there on your freaking, on the freaking phone doing like a little, I do a little color by number app. Again, anytime like something's on that I'm like, I'm just there like coloring uh, in my, my flowers or whatever. So during one sex scene, there was the way she described it, he was like eating her out or something, and she's like, he flicks his joyous tongue. And I was like, I don't <laughs> like that. Have you ever seen um 
10 things I hate about you. Yeah. The freaking principal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, this is who wrote Yeah. yeah. That's, that's who wrote this. That's who wrote this freaking book. We're trying to... We're trying to... That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, his engorged sausage. I don't know. Like, what she was... Yeah. Grotwurst. God. Um, uh, and if you don't know this about Fifty Shades, there is a series. And instead of, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, Darker Freed, it's actually just great darker freed and it's written from christian's perspective why is there a weird masochistic thing in me that's like go try it try it honestly i will say i'm a little curious because after reading (laughs) anna's perspective i'm like i wonder what like is it just him and his mind being like yeah i'm not being an asshole well i'm not being an asshole for ordering her the steak i just feel like he's a more interesting character than anna so yeah, I want to see see it from his perspective. Like, what do you mean you're not gaslighting, sir? It's exactly what you're doing. Let's see what you think about virgins, sir. When you first meet her. So <laughs> in a Christian's book, which we haven't read, so we don't know if this is canon or anything. It's like in Christian's book, her I'm a virgin, lighting up in Christian's brain. He's like, she's a virgin. She's a virgin. I am so excited. He's like a dog. He's like, oh, I'm so excited. Virgin, 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 virgin. Mm, I can smell the popping of the cherry. Um, <laughs> it's got my member tingling with <laughs> excitement. His quivering member. <laughs> Just kidding. That's too big of a vocabulary for this. Book. Oh my god. Yeah, it's his little his meaty claws. No, I can't. It's, it's but I don't know why that It's probably out, so crude that it's probably just like my big cock. <laughs> yeah. My big cock jumps with excitement. My big cock and balls just goes right into the <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I think this is the most explicit podcast episode we've had because I feel like we kept it pretty tame last time, but I am angry at reading this book. That's the thing is like, I don't, uh, listen, look, I hate it. The, 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 it's like, I hate that word. Is it weird for me to hate the word just cock in general? Like, I hate the word cock in general. I hate I think it. It's stupid. Oh my god. You have a guy it's that's so like, harsh. Do you, yeah, it's like, oh, do you like my cock? I was like, I don't like the word, but like, go go for it, sir. Oh. I prefer penis over cock. I don't even Penis like, is fine. Yeah, well, at least <laughs> that's. Penis. At least that one's like, uh, but no. Yeah. It's like, I feel like. Now, right, right now, there's in my head, like, thinking of, like, several different terms for friggin'. A wiener. A wiener. <laughs> Penis. Weenie. Let's not get on this. Willie. Willie. Quivering member. Oh, my God. Bratwurst. <laughs> now, uh, overall, I prefer the movies to the book. Yeah. Now, granted, I should say, if you like these books, good on you. That's awesome. We're not making fun of you for liking these books at all. They're just not for us. Just personally, no. Like And like I said, I read, I'm not going to lie, I read trash. Like I just said, I read the friggin' Snow Ice Barbarian Man. It's about big blue aliens. Oh, Ashley, big blue aliens. Who have sex. 
with human girl. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I I, I got it. Like so. Listen. I read. I read it. I get it. You have those. Well, like I'm reading the Avatar series, and there's not a ton of sex in those, but it's well. The sex scenes there are are well written. Yes. Yes, they are. There are well written sex scenes, but however, if this type of verbiage, I think it comes down to like the verbiage of it all. Mm -hmm. You have to know what you like. What's if you're reading this to get turned on? Yeah. Then if it's the verbiage you like, it's 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 the diction I think for the two of us that like if it was wit like diction wise better would help us get a lot more into the story because it's not that it's not like an interesting plot or story it's just diction wise it's hard yeah like it's just because I feel like honestly if you take out all the sex and stuff Mm -hmm. there could be a good plot but I think that they would need to take out some of the other subplots like I don't think there needs to be a helicopter crash I think that was very unnecessary I think it's supposed to add on to the third, Jack Hyde, which third book possibly. Which I don't, his name is her boss's name is Jack Hyde, so it's kind of like I feel like that sounds like a villain's name. Jack Hyde. He sounds like a dick. I was gonna say it just sounds like a dick name. Yeah, Jack I think Hyde. it says Hyde because you think of Jekyll and Hyde. Jack Hyde. I bet that's where it came from. Oh, I guarantee. Once you said that real fast, I was like, because I was yep. th- I was thinking of that, and I was like. It didn't sound Jekyll familiar, but something about it just seemed, yeah, yeah. Jack Hyde. Jack, Jekyll. Hyde, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah, I have a strong feeling that's probably where it came from. And that's what I thought of, too, because at first he seemed really nice and like a really good boss, and then it's like he, like, pivots. Yeah. He switches to that evil side. Very evil. Very and then evil. he stalks her. She's but just getting stalked. She's just the stalkable person. Like, I wouldn't mind if the first book was just all set up about, like, them, and she's like, no, I'm not into it. I can't be with someone who wants to hurt me. And then the second book, they introduced, you know, yeah. the, like, stalker. I didn't actually mind the plot about the girl stalker, because that makes sense that he used to be a dominant mm-hmm. over someone, and that person wanted a relationship with him, and she, and he said no and rejected her, so then she kind of goes crazy when she sees that he's doing that for someone else. That's more interesting because I feel like, especially within a dark romance, it's generally a guy, another guy, like her boss, kind of her other boss being the dickhead, being the kind of rapey one. So to have like a girl who's kind of lost it a bit be the aggressor, Mm -hmm. I think that's very, very interesting. Like that's neat. I like that. Well, and I feel like a lot of times when you see a woman being an aggressor, it's usually the mistress. Mm-hmm. However, in this case, it's not the mistress, it's just an ex. Like, I feel like, we're not even an ex, they weren't ever together. And it's not necessarily like she's a horrible human being, yeah. she, she's just mentally needs, like, obviously she needs to be in a mental hospital, but, like, still, like, even then, uh, Christian's trying to take care of her, because even he realizes, like... Like, he messed her up. He He's the one that messed her up yeah. with his dominant stuff. Yeah, so it's... Which is why she had to sign the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's just that bit was more interesting. So I wish they would have flushed that part out a lot more and would have made that kind of the bigger overarching plot. Yeah, I feel like that could be like a good story. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think everybody's seen the Dick Creepy Boss. Reddit, it's everywhere. Yeah, but not a mentally disturbed ex woman. Well, I get, I don't know. It's still, it's still like, especially within, like I said, a dark romance, it's still like way more interesting than. Yeah. I mean, overall, I'm not going to say I hate them, but they're just not my fave. Yeah, like I said, it was. This was just, it was just hard for us to get into, really, to really get into them and kind of enjoy it. I, I just went to Florida recently and I did not bring this book with me. I brought a different book because I was on vacation, so I wasn't... Yeah, like, I want to enjoy what I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, I was on the beach and have a nice book to read. That's but how I, I feel because I'm like flying back to Utah tomorrow, so like I'm bringing a quart of Wings and Roman. Yes. Because I have to direct flight in like four hours. Oh, fun. So. Gotta love airports for Yenya. I freaking hate airports for the burning passion. But. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for everyone who's listening. Hell yeah. Uh, sorry if you absolutely love Fifty Shades of Grey and you're like a diehard. We're not making fun of you. If you like it, that's for you. It is just not our cup of tea. Yeah. However, will we do the third one next year? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably forget how much we hated it until uh, we read it. I'm betting, you, I'm betting you, after we do the third one, next Valentine's Day, we're going to do the same shit again, but in Christian Gray's point of view. <laughs> oh, I'm betting you, that's exactly what's going to happen. Honestly, I feel like both of us are so, like, curious honestly, now. Honestly, that, that's kind of, I didn't even think about that, but that would be yeah. kind of fun. Like, gray, darker for you, but seeing Christian's point of view. Because I wonder, because those three came out later, so she had time to improve her writing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some. Maybe Anna, as an English major, is just really shitty with words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Christian. Granted, English majors tend to not be good verbally. Yeah. Vocally, I should say. You're you're an exception, Ashley. I'm gonna put that out there. You're an exception. A lot of us like to hide like turtles. So. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Every time I go into a classroom, I see a spot in the corner. I'm like mind but the problem is you have to get there first because every other english major has the same ideas they like the corner seat like the corner spot is my my spot and then there's me and i just sit up front all and the you time. sat up front all the time and i'm just like you know why <laughs> because i talk to people and i get distracted i sit back yeah i was gonna say i think there's one class where it's like you me and like then we just talk the entire time because like, we were all in the bag, so. Yep. Yeah. I know exactly which class. I'm not okay. going to admit it because yeah. we love that professor. We, we do. Listen. We really do. So but we're not we did pay attention. We I'm betting you the professor is going to be like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Ashley, a talker? Never. Yeah, never. Ashley's no. actually really shy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of my professors have ever called me shy. Oh my god, no. I would never call you shy, no. You're a very extroverted person. I'm an introvert. I, I it depends on the situation. I yes. have to be like in some form of my element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that I think that's fair for everybody though. Yeah. Like, but then for me, I I go someplace and I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Granted, where I work is a different story, but that's Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um apparently we rank really well in Norway, so shout out to our friends in Norway. Hell yeah. 
Uh, freaking Norwegians. I don't know, like, hyped. Because, yeah, we just got a random email yesterday. It's like, your podcast is doing so-and-so in Norway. Just, you know, this is, like, a really good ranking in Norway. And we're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really excited that it's in Norway, too. I am like, so I know. I'm, I'm like, so do you guys want us to come do a tour there? Like, dude, I was, oh my god, I love to go to Norway. Uh, it's not Norway. I mean, it's not in Norway, but I've been literally looking at Airbnbs to like the Faroe Islands because I'm like, I want to go I'm so bad. Me and Fifty Shades of Alyssa. Oh my god. <laughs> I would see a whole Fifty Shades of Alyssa in Norway. Yeah, no. You're going to be about Fifty Shades of Black and Blue when this podcast is done. Uh, All right. We're really close to this time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.